everybody and welcome back to it's reading comics this week's episode 63 and we're reading southern bastards as always thank you for joining us uh go check out our facebook instagram and twitter uh go subscribe to us on youtube at two idiots reading comics uh and listen to us anywhere that you get your podcasts uh as always go tell your friends go tell your family get this community as big as we can and uh let's always have fun And welcome to the best damn book club on the internet. My name is Ryan Talmadge. That's Davis Crocker. And today we are reading Southern Bastards. This is episode 63. And Davis. Yes. We're a couple of Southern Bastards. We are. And um, I mean, deep south Southern Bastards. Yeah. And uh, I'll be honest, when I looked at this book and I was like, you know, I do want to read it, but something tells me it's by a Yankee that... It's going to just make us look bad. Yeah. This motherfucker's from Jasper. Jasper. Right up here in North Alabama. Yeah. And uh, uh, our artist is from the Carolinas. So yeah. they uh, probably know where. Uh, you, you, they're on the cusp. You can call them Southern, but they're a little. They're the Yankees. I Southern. mean, South Carolina's on the SEC. That's all we need to say. Yeah, but he grew I think he grew up Charleston, North Carolina. Is it Charleston, uh, North Carolina? Uh, I just said the Carolinas. Oh. I don't know. Okay. But uh, either way. Um, they're the famous basketball rivalry of North Carolina is called Tobacco or not 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 Tobacco Road. That's NC State. And yeah, that's NC State. But still, they have a rivalry that's called Isn't Tobacco Con- Road. Yeah. So, oh no. Uh, it's uh, super southern to me. But uh, so glad it's not by some dadgum Yankee uh, <laughs> <laughs> sitting in his pot. Now, if you read this, apparently. If this is about Jasper, that's way closer to home than I thought. It does. Now, it does. For those of you that don't know, Jasper is also like the hitman capital of the world. Yeah, <laughs> or then United go, States. Go about uh, forty miles east, and it's the, it's the uh, uh, dope dealing this part of the damn world really? too. Yeah, Coleman is Coleman? Coleman. Coleman's apparently the biggest crackdown in there in the country. Those are all like less than an hour drive of where I grew up. Yes, <laughs> which is weird because I was like, this is much more like. Representative of where you grew up. Oh yeah, more the, or less. The way, the way he talks here is now, much yeah. more backwoods southern. Like yeah. I grew up, I grew up in, I grew up in the burbs. I grew up in BFE. Um, now, like in this book, comic book, where they say, "Oh, big old city boy," and they're talking that about the, the city of that Birmingham. Is, that is the best. <laughs> that hit. That hit. They're talking so. about the city of Birmingham, <laughs> and I was like, I grew up fifteen just minutes outside out, of Birmingham. Fifteen minutes outside of Birmingham in the suburbs and. Let's be honest, it's not a big city. Like Atlanta's right <laughs> two it's hours two away. Two hour drive. Um, so, but when we, you are well, from the yeah, bump I, I middle of nowhere. BFE. And your freshman year, you were, you did call us all city boys. And we we're like, yeah, let's not act like this is some big city. <laughs> like I called him a city boy. And then some of our best buddies grew up just outside Atlanta. And I'm saying, they oh. are. I was like, they're going, oh, wow. We uh we definitely grew up very differently. Yes, you did. Grow. Yeah. Uh, you 
Your uh, family didn't get Wi-Fi until like your junior year of college. Uh, yeah, we had dial-up until like eighth grade. Then we just cut internet off, and then they never got service again until whenever. Yeah. Cell service doesn't work out there half the time. Yeah. So, when you turn, put it this way: when you turn the lights off, you see every star at night. Oh Lord, Jesus, that's cool as fuck, though. Oh, it I'm is. Jealous. It's absolutely amazing. But jealous. that's how. Yeah, jealous. BFE, I am. Um, or I was. So. I still can't. It was weird when you did it back in college. I'm like, Birmingham, big city. Birmingham, like. yeah. It's like, so big when it doesn't even up, have a major sports team. When you grow up in a town where I grew up, the population yeah. was 100 people. To drive 30 miles to my school where oh, the population of that city, 20,000? Yeah. Maybe. My school only had 500 from K5 to 12th grade. My graduating class public, was 300. <laughs> my public the public school in the town only had maybe... What division were they? They were they're, uh, 5A. Oh. But they literally take every student in the damn county. Yeah. Minus the two other ones. And you know what the bad part about this comic book is? I, I wouldn't picture Jasper. I feel like Jasper is like a big enough city like this wouldn't happen. But it wouldn't surprise me in some cities in Alabama where... Basically, the head football coach of the high school. If there are some cities in this state, and I'm sure some other southern states, where oh, if you win enough state championships, you they will let you get away with whatever. Oh, this you. is no my my city was not anywhere near this. It was not crazy like this, but I definitely know some sheriffs and growing up and some coaches that that were hot shit like this. That uh, acted like hot shit like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was. And I definitely know some... It, reading this, like, parts of this is going, oh, God, man. I mean, The closest thing my towns would get to this is, like, if you're good enough at football, they let you get away with some shit. No. I, I've known some counties and some schools down south, the south Alabama that, eh, pretty close. Nothing at this extreme oh, level. Yeah, but no. you roll up in the, into the store and you get the first seat. Mm. You get the first desk, you get this, you get... Uh, They've I got mean, your spot saved. Oh, and, your spot, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I... It, You're basically king of that little local oh, town. Oh, yeah. And you... This, it, that part definitely hit home. Yeah, for sure. And it's... Uh, for early fans, uh, back when we did 100 Bullets, and we felt like uh, the... Right, or like the dialogue was a little over the top. It seemed like they because watched they too kinda, much Wire yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> I, I some people may have thought about some people may have thought the same thing about this, but I read Man, it. I was like, reading. I was reading it. Like I read I would, that better than I do like novels yeah. and shit like that. I understood was, everything. <laughs> I can't. I can't come up with an exact line, but yeah, I was reading because it, it doesn't stick out to you. Yeah, because I, I was reading it, and all of a sudden I was like, "Man, this is the the town hick." Let me go back and look, and sure enough, it's like everything was misspelled. I'm like, I just read that. Like it was normal English. Yeah, it's like now, I, that. That hit home. I need you to go ahead and credit these people because I do have oh, yeah. a uh, bone to pick with the writer in that motherfucker, <laughs> Jason Aaron. Writer, writer Jason Aaron, art and color Jason Latour, letters Jared K. Fletcher, color artist issues one and two Rico Renzi, editor Sebastian Gerner. Yeah, and that's it. Gerner, G I R N E R. Now. Um, for those of you watching the YouTube, I'll go ahead and move the mic so you can see my shirt. 
Um, I'm clearly a giant Auburn fan. Oh, man, I should have worn my shirt. Yeah, he's a Bama Both fan. Tides day, I die. Fuck that shit. Now, in the, I read the little opening thing because I was like, maybe he'll mention like why he wanted to call, make it about the South and stuff like that. And I saw that Jason Aaron is a big uh, Alabama fan. Had bare butt. And then he... On the stick. And then uh, he makes the like town crackhead slash owes everybody money <laughs> an Auburn fan and puts him in a Cam Newton jersey. Yep. Fuck you, Jason Aaron. And he's the first one to die. How poetic. Fuck you, Jason Aaron. <laughs> bitch. You know how easy it is to plug. Nice little nice little jab at your at your yeah, in state rival. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> All that being said, this is actually a pretty good book. It, Not it is. Lie. It's um it gives it has like very strong uh grand Turismo, the Clint Eastwood movie. Yes, yes. Um, has a lot of vibes like that. Uh, Where the Clint Eastwood, the town changes around him, mm-hmm. but he doesn't like the way it's changing. So now he's either got to just accept it or step up do something and about do it. something about it. It probably get his ass kicked. Yeah. In the meantime. So. Um. Now the way this ends. Shit, I don't I, know. I, I, Where the fuck are they going after this? I mean, I guess the, the daughter could come. To whatever county. Oh, I forgot about the daughter. Yeah. Because uh, she's over... And I'm, all right. She's in the military. When he overseas. leaves, he goes to Vietnam in 72. Yeah. And so I guess it's probably early 2000s. Mm. And he got wrecked by the coach. Yeah. And his daughter's in over in Afghanistan, I guess. He's, she's in yeah, the desert they, in the Middle East. And he, he's making these phone calls the entire uh, book. And maybe it's just the trope of like the old man, uh, like these type of movies. I assumed he was talking to like you know a wife that left him or something oh, like see, that. Oh, see, my first thing is I I I thought it was a the first one didn't understand what's happening. Yeah. Once he got into it and started telling some of his backstory about his father, mm-hmm. I figured it was a child. I, I thought it was going to be that. a son, but I but thought. but to have it being a daughter, it it works just as well. Well, when they kept talking about like. Just call me back whenever you get this, like, and like he never kept getting calls back, and I was like, I thought he was estranged from her, like, yeah, talk about he left her mm-hmm. and all this. Yeah, and then when she calls him back, she kind of, it's like, hey, she Dad. hadn't listened to him all yet. Yeah, but um, she knew to immediately call. But it's because so, she was out like doing military shit. So I would imagine. I don't guess she's estranged. I mean, there's um, probably some estrangement in there, but no. I mean, I think after what he went through with his dad, he probably did a pretty good job with his daughter. They're very um, vague. But she was like, I think the whole thing was like she was out, like on duty oh, yeah, yeah, and right. wasn't around the phone. Right. And then when she finally calls him back, she's like, I haven't listened to all the voicemails yet, but hope everything's going well. Yeah. And so I don't know. I guess she's going to come back and maybe and because when you end this, he's late. Spoiler alert: She's uh, clearly not all white. I, oh, I yeah, assume she, black. But. There was this one little snippet when um, damn, I can't remember Bertrand. Yeah. Uh. Was getting the shit beat up tub, Virgin mm-hmm. Tub. No, Earl Tub. No, Earl is. Virgin yeah, Earl Tub is the Earl main tub guy. Is the main guy. He's getting the shit rocked out of him, and you cut from this bloody scene where he's getting the shit rocked to uh-huh. these flashbacks. And one flashback is a, a very beautiful black woman yeah. with, I guess, a bra on and his hand and a white hand is. It's, it's slowly. I mean, I didn't not, look. I remember what page you're talking about. I didn't like go through each one. I was like, well, I, I couldn't read the screen on the comicsology, uh, so I had to do the, the do the zoom in. I feel you. Um, 
But again, it, the way it looked, it didn't look like any rape or anything. Yeah. It was very it looked consensual. consensual. Um, and yeah, then and I didn't understand it, and then now you have uh, the, the so daughter. now I feel like if we go to volume two, it's going to be the black she's got, daughter she's showing got up to show up in and this then, white town. <laughs> yeah, like this. Uh, yeah. This is every, get... this is every trope that you can think of of a southern yeah. redneck hick town. Just and, saying. Uh, it. I, I mean, mean the preacher's son has like rebels tattooed across his neck, which yeah. is the name of the football team in the town. But yeah, like, but then also at the same the, time, also like, has the flag tattooed yeah, on his shoulder, the Confederate flag tattooed on his tattooed it, on his it, arm. It is every southern trope you can imagine yeah. of a small hick town. So, and if it. Wasn't coming from somebody from Alabama. I would be a little bit mad. Like, come on, it's not that well, bad. Yeah, but, but him growing up in Alabama, and he also probably—I don't know how old Jason Aaron is, but uh, I mean, I imagine he's a little bit older or well older than us. So, oh yeah, which means he may have grown up while it was still like super bad. I mean, yeah, but, but uh, I mean, his first comment in or his first line in that um, that little intro yeah. of his—I don't even what you call that—writers like the pre-writing or whatever yeah basically him just I mean, introducing himself and what inspired him to do this book he says jason aaron says i love the south the south also scares the shit out of me yeah that's literally the first thing he puts in this comic yeah he's like it's beautiful and timeless and but it's also yeah, stubborn dirty and, and stubborn and backwards and yeah it, it it literally is everything that you can imagine I yeah mean, i mean he put it better than i ever could uh i don't have it in front of me but i would read it but i don't know um but yeah, so I don't know where the heck they go from here. Um, I don't either. I mean, you start out really well, and again, it it's kind of like we talk about The Walking Dead. It didn't build anything. It it it, it uh, introduced yeah. you to a lot of people, mm-hmm. the the normal town scope uh, of everything, where everybody stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's feared uh, fears the coach because he's uh, obviously because he's does running. Some the sheriff doesn't. I mean, even he's want got to do anything because the sheriff used to play for him. And I assume the coach put him there. Well, yeah. But I mean, the, they well, as he's driving into the town, uh, at the beginning, it's like boss hardware, boss barbecue, yeah. boss, boss, boss. Now, you remember reading the, uh, it's kind of like Boss Hog in yeah. Dukes of Hazard. And I'm sure that's uh, kind of yeah, where probably. they got that idea mm-hmm. from. Uh, now, the dog. What yeah. is up with the dog? I'm sure there's like some theme or like, Deep thinking stuff that I just don't catch. Because it's the same dog. I would imagine it's like just the meanness of the South. I don't know. Like, that's always there. The tension and stuff. I don't because know. And maybe it can be nice on one day and mean on the next. Because yeah. the dog, when, when you first see the U-Haul and Tubbs driving to town, yeah, just barking, dog's you know. barking like crazy. Yeah. But then you see the dog and Tubbs later, the dog's just kind of yeah. pees on things. The town hates it, kicks yeah. it. and then But then the dog... Joins tubs in the mm-hmm. fight. Yeah, he, he. I don't know if he exactly helps him, but yeah. or if the dog just wants to fight his, yeah. and just wants to fight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but the dog is definitely works to tubs advantage though for that fight, yeah. not the next one. Yeah, but, but uh, well, yeah, it's definitely good. I, I, I don't know where it's going. You could also like just leave off that part where. uh the daughter is calling him back at the very end, and it could easily just be a like five issue one shot. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, but. it was cool, and the whole southern aspect of it would make me want to go pick up second volume. Yeah, 
But then again, it's not free on Comixology, so oh, and it's not. twelve bucks, eleven bucks. It's, it's kind there's, of one of the things. It's like there's a lot of stuff I'll read before it. Yeah, um, but if you're looking for something that isn't, if you're like, because this definitely has like modern Western vibes. Oh yeah. So if you're looking I mean, for you something yeah. like Gran Turismo, um, I never saw No Country for Old Men, but definitely I assume, is. yeah, something like that. You've got the kid um, that left home to go service country yeah. that never wanted to come home because of his father. Exactly. He's he's in it. He's at least in his. He left in his in, in, at like eighteen. Like to go to Vietnam in the seventies, yeah. and this has got to be early thousands, mid thousands. I think they said he's like in his like early sixties. I think. Oh shit! So we'd be kind of more now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And but, comes home, doesn't care about the town. It's the forty year thing. Wants to get out. It's the forty year So so yeah. uh, to zero. So it's like two thousand two. Yeah, somewhere um, there. And he doesn't want to deal with his fan, uh, his classmates, nothing. Yeah. He just wants to get in, get out, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, this awfulness happens. Yeah. And now he's like, damn. His father was the sheriff. Mm-hmm. His father stood up for everybody. And kept so the town decent. kind of corrupted yeah. backwards on himself. And now, he's going to try to take that medal. Well, yeah. if he's still alive at the end of the comic. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we literally no. leave him in the street with the new stick he has. Mm. And he's got a dent in the side of his head. Yeah. I mean, they literally drew a dent in the side of his head. The fucking coach basically murders him in broad daylight. Um, But who's going to stop him? Who's going to go? He runs the fucking town. And the government's not. And and the state isn't going to come in and deal with this small little shit town. No. Um, I forgot the point I was trying to make. But, uh, I mean, like you said... I don't know if I'll go to volume two, but if that's like, if you're looking for something other than like the a typical superhero book, I would definitely recommend oh, yeah. this. It was cool. I'm glad we read it. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and very interesting. It's just, again, it's like, what next? Where is it yeah. going to go? And you did quite grab me. Oh, uh, no. No, I'll tell you one point where I was, the moment I knew where this motherfucker knew what he was talking about being from the South. Is when they go in, you finally meet the coach, and he's in there watching game oh. film, <laughs> and he's like, "Fuck these motherfuckers running the no, no hurry huddle, up no huddle. no huddle." And like, we've got like the one guy who's like very much like here to fucking like, hey, we've got a problem, we need to yeah. talk about it. And the other go guy hears him talking about the no huddle, and he's like, "Fuck it, man, we'll just run man to man and get. Yeah. In. We have enough uh, talent on the front line to get pressure." And they're bound to get a couple sacks. We should be able to handle it, no problem. We got the more talent. And then, like, they go from, like, conversation about, hey, we've got a problem we got to take care of. To Friday night high school football. To, like, how are we going to stop this offense? Back to, hey, we need to kill this guy. To the, the coach without, going. With, like, a no, yeah. like, then without coach, dropping a beat. Coach literally looks at the, I think it was the linebacker's coach, and goes, deal with it. I've got tape to watch. Yeah. And, just, and I was just like, yeah, that's, that's the definitely most, like. That is the most southern Friday night, like Friday night football in the South is, and every motherfucker will go into a coach's office and tell them how they would coach it and blah blah blah, and it's just like, I mean, it's a scene straight out of Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I mean Friday Night Football, like reading that part and hearing the coach like completely just ignoring Mm. uh, the problem to his empire. Yeah. To deal with high school football on Friday night, yeah, took me back to high school football well, Friday night. It's like kind of how, like I said at the beginning, like, like it is. You got to start winning some games. 
there was you, a thing my coach. If uh, you stop winning games, it, it people all, quit it looking the way. Yeah. yeah, people quit looking the way. That was the thing my coach way. used to tell us was there's only three, there's only two other things in life that's the same as a Friday night football game. Yeah. That's when you get married and when your kids are born. Well, you've I got married and it, it was was it like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was um, better than Friday night. Friday night, but there ain't been nothing else that's topped it yet. It's marriage and then Friday night games and. Well, I guess I'll just always. <laughs> I guess I'll just always enjoy my Friday nights now. But it, it mean, it's it's definitely you. You've always we make fun. People make fun of the kids that hang around school, like hang around high school and yeah. stay in their hometowns. But when Friday night football is all you had, that's yeah. it's. It's hard to leave when that's your yeah. life, your blood. I mean, I mean, I and guess, that's what he's roped these guys into. Yeah. And I mean, I guess uh, he uses the damn players on his team to go and flick justice. Yeah, or go take as long as it's not the first and second team. He doesn't give. Yeah, shit so either. basically, the freshmen are out there beating <laughs> yeah. the shit out of people. For that was the, and that was the other Friday night comment is. Uh, don't use the first triggers. We got a game Friday night. Yeah, we got like, shit. We got a two a day tomorrow. Don't <laughs> yeah. use the first string. Uh, Man, damn. Uh, but yeah, thank God we went to college football because I didn't. Even, I'm glad I'm not one of those people that stuck around. Oh God, yeah. If uh, it would have college football got me away. Yeah. Imagine if little old Davis from Pineapple, Alabama, Davis Crocker didn't make it to the big city of Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama, <laughs> a city you can drive through in fifteen or less than fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um. But that about does it. I think we're, yeah, we're on time. Uh, next week is Manifest Destiny Volume 3. Yeah. Um, started making a little progress, teasing some stuff, Davis. Okay, yeah, now, now started. we got some talking to do this um, week, next week. Yeah, but until then, hope you all have a good week, and we'll see you all next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.